podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is a Rocket Room production. Is are back for another live show on the Locker Room app. Before we get started, for anyone who is new to the show, we go live every Thursday on the Locker Room app. The description of the show, or a link to the Locker Room app is in the description of the show. Come join us. It's not just us, but you have tons of and tons of different creators, athletes, other fans on the Locker Room app. It is a great time. Not only are you going to get that, but you get live reactions, all sorts of stuff you could ever want. We also, once football and basketball season starts popping off, we are going to have a ball. Also, betonline.ag. Kansas doesn't allow you to bet in casinos, but you can over at betonline.ag. It is the best spot in the world. I love it. And boys and girls, we are going to be popping off. It is a great show. We are going to have a lot of fun. A lot of news that dropped just today. So uh, right when you think you don't have much to talk about, you have quite a bit. Um we're going to we're going to have these are our intro questions originally uh, because we had the marching band pod the wildcat march pod we were going to talk specifically about college football and basketball traditions k state traditions but the big news of the week we got game times for four of k state's 12 kickoffs you got 11 a.m. on fox sports 1 down in arlington you have a 6 p.m. game versus nevada on espn plus i think that's the third game and the second game is a is a one ten the Bill Snyder kickoff special? Oh, I think one ten is actually Nevada and six p.m. is the Salukis, but it doesn't matter. That's not the games people are talking about. It's the Stanford game and the Texas game. Eleven a.m. on Big Fox on Black Friday, low key one of the best days in the college football calendar. I actually think that's exciting, but it's getting overshadowed. So we're going to touch on some of that type of stuff in the intro questions. We're getting back to three intro questions. Give me just first quick, fast takes on these three questions, and then we'll move on. We're going to start with Grant. Grant, I know you are in here, um, the co-host of the show. We love Grant. Uh, ironically enough, the Q&A episode that's going to drop on Monday, we were, I recorded that yesterday, tried to scramble, get some folks involved. Uh, life happens. It's solo, so you will not hear us talk about the scheduling stuff. We will go in depth on that in the first show in June, but Grant, I'm going to go to you first. The three intro questions. Instant reaction about Stanford being 11 a.m. on Fox Sports 1. Second one is thoughts on playing Texas on Black Friday, 11 a.m. on Big Fox. And then give me right now, if someone were to ask you, what's your favorite alcoholic beverage? What is it? Love the questions. Sorry I couldn't be on the show yesterday. I love the Q&As. Those are like my favorite ones to record. But Murphy's Law has been happening to me the last seven days. So well, know what's fun? Know what's fun? Locker room show next Thursday. We are going to. I'm going to take my favorite Q and A questions, and I am going to have the boneheads answer. You'll be able to do that. So, give give me Stanford reaction, Texas reaction, and currently your favorite alcoholic beverage. I went to Rock Creek Brewery before this. Great little spot in Mission, Johnson County. Sipping on one of their farmhouse ales. It's a good time. Okay, um, so number one, Stanford reaction is. <laughs> It's a great question. 
my personal reaction is, you know, obviously I think we're all collectively a little bit disappointed. I am a little bit disappointed, but I think the reaction is going a little bit over the top. Um, look, we're a team that is just coming off a four and six season. We have a lot to prove. We're a small market team, Kansas State University. We are not. We're minnows. I mean, that's just the reality. And um, I, I have, I am disappointed, no doubt, that it's 11 a.m. It's on Fox Sport One. We're, we're not getting the exposure we wanted. We're not getting a good game time. But like, this is a risk that I think you should be willing to take if you're K State. Like, you take the money, obviously. We have se- don't we have seven home games? Correct me if I'm wrong. Seven, seven home games. Yep. We have seven home games, so that makes up for any cost really that you're losing in that first game. Seven home games is a lot of home games in college football. That's typically like on the higher end or maximum that you're going to get if you're a college football team. Um, so that's going to make the money back for the community. I get it. I like. I've always understood the frustration of you know moving. Uh, kind of a marquee non-con home game to a neutral site. I get it. I get the frustration. I would love to be in Manhattan for the Stanford game. But on paper, it, it's always made sense. You take the money and you take the risk. You want to try, if you're, if you're the athletic director, you're trying to build a brand. And listen, the only way to really build a brand is to win football games. But also, there are other variables in building brands. And this is one of them. You take, you take this risk. It's I think it's a no-brainer. We we lost. We lost on the risk. We, it didn't work out how we all wanted to, but we still get a huge check. And I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be still a great day. 11 a.m. against Stanford, big fucking deal on FS1. You know, it is what it is. I think we need to swallow the pill, take the money. It's not that bad. Um, as far as Texas goes, that's the complete opposite. That's like a huge win. Um, that's about as big as a college football market as you can get. Black Friday, everybody's gonna be watching college football that day it's gonna be it's gonna be great i'm i'm really excited about that it might ruin our thanksgiving a little bit but um just kidding we're going 12 and 0 but uh i love that i think that's gonna be really really fun playing texas on um black friday and then my favorite alcoholic beverage man i don't know it changes so much and so often right now in this moment right now, what is your favorite in this moment i know that's tough that's still tough um i'll say my go-to is still like like if I'm that's Newman in the background barking. Anyways, um, like if I'm going to the liquor store, I'm probably buying like a Cosmic IPA Space Camper. So I'll go with that. Space Camper is good. They just re- released a new one. All right, I'm gonna go down to Jimmy, my main man. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to tell our TC friends stats of war. Make sure to meet your mic until I call on you. I promise I'll call on you, Parker. As long as you don't gloat about that uh, TC win over the Batcats yesterday. I'm coming down to Jimmy. Jimmy, initial reaction, Stanford game, 11 a.m., Fox Sports 1. You and I have been DMing about this for uh, probably years at this point. The Texas game, 11 a.m., Big Fox on uh, uh, Black Friday. And then your current favorite, uh, alcoholic beverage. I'm going to go with disappointment and agree with Grant on the uh, Stanford game. I think one of the top two or three reasons to play the game was exposure and hoping for a national type game, <clears throat> preferably a prime time type game, seven o'clock on ESPN, ESPN two, something like that. And we didn't get that. So I think everybody probably associated with K-State football is disappointed with that. 
But the fact remains we still got <clears throat> a good payout, which we wouldn't have gotten the money at home. Um, the same amount of money, there's no way, with a home game. Uh, Grant is absolutely correct. We still have seven home games, which is you know kind of the key reason they, I think it was even considered is that we didn't drop to six home games. And that keeps hopefully the local people happy. I'm sure they'd, they'd love eight, but seven's pretty darn good. And then uh, you're, still, you're still down in a, a recruiting hotbed. Hopefully some of the, the local kids from the Dallas area can come to the game and you can get more uh, recruits at the game. So disappointing with 11 p.m., disappointing with Fox Sports 1. But uh, the original intent to why we did it, two of the three reasons are still there. Texas game is, I, I agree with Grant wholeheartedly, perfect to move that thing to Friday. Uh, great way to spend the day after Thanksgiving, starting, you know, a, a late morning game watching the Cats. I, I'm looking forward to that a lot. That'll be a fun day. And then uh, favorite <clears throat> beverage would probably be bourbon or scotch. And then if I was picking a scotch, it would be a, a Glenlivet Founders Reserve soaked in Caribbean uh, rum barrels. So. There you Whew. go. I need to come. I need to come to JC and uh, sip, sip some uh, scotch with you soon. I'm going to go to Joel next. I think this is Joel's first time on our live shows. Um, I want to get just quick take because we have a great, uh, great group today. So let's let's hit those three pretty quick uh, so we can get some follow ups and then talk about uh, some more fun stuff and dreading the uh, Stanford game. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Uh, first time, long time. Uh, my instant reaction on the Stanford game was. A little bit of disappointment, but then kind of sitting down, taking a breath and thinking about it. I mean, 11 a.m. kickoffs, we should be used to it at this point. And uh, who doesn't love breakfast and mimosas and Bloody Marys before a game? Tailgating is kind of elite, so not too upset about it. it. gives you more time to go out that night, too, as well. Um, the Texas game, like like Grant said, definitely excited about that. It's going to keep me from going out and spending money I don't have on Black Friday. I love it. And um, my favorite alcoholic beverage right now, I mean, I'm fresh out of college, so it's just uh, whatever's free at the moment. I love it. Well, congratulations making it out of college. We're going to co- go down to Cole. Cole, you're next, and then Hazel. Hazel, you'll be right behind him. Cole, initial reaction, Stanford game. Um, you know, I, if someone wants to go off, don't, don't let Grant and I's kind of stance on this stop anyone if you if you want to voice frustrations i think i think if there's ever been a day since it started being rumored for folks to be frustrated this is the day cole where's your heart at um kind of like everyone else i'm a little bit disappointed not heartbroken i mean looking at the bigger picture we haven't been winning a ton of games recently and i think as a fan base you kind of have to look at ourselves a little bit uh, if we want K-State to get the respect that we think they should, I kind of think we need to hold up our end of the bargain and start traveling a little better and selling out games more. So, really, what I would say if anyone's really pissed about the game being at 11 on Fox Sports 1 is if you really care that much, then you should go to the game and have a good time and go down to Jerry's World. Um, for the Texas game, I kind of agree. I think it'll be fun to be there on Friday. People from out of town will be able to make it in. Uh, so that should be fun. And then favorite alcoholic beverage. Uh, I'm going to kind of go bounce off of Joel's theme is whatever beer is cold and available. In- I love it. I love it so much. All right, Hayes. 
Hayes, are you even 21? Can I even legally be asking you this question? Uh, are you – we got any cops in the room? Any cops? It, it, all right. Start talking about the Stanford <laughs> game in the uh, Austin the, – the game down Austin on Black Friday. Answer that. Anyone, if you're legally a cop, you have to write it in the chat before Hayes might, might uh, say something he shouldn't. Uh, with the Stanford game, I think it's already been talked quite a bit about moving it or not moving it. So I'll just talk about the time. Um, I mean, Stanford has a three-and-a-half win total, and we have a five-and-a-half win total. So I don't really understand people thinking it's this big disrespect because um, any team not named K-State that did that uh, would be on an 11 a.m. FS1 I think game. I think the frustration isn't with the TV networks. I think it's kind of the validation of the folks who never wanted to move the game in the first point, which I get. But uh, we'll move on. Are you, are you excited to take part in a Black Friday football game? Texas almost always plays on Thanksgiving or on Black Friday. Are you pumped to be the uh, team they play in that game versus them on Black Friday? Yeah, at first I was a little – Bum, just seeing it was a Friday game, but then you guys brought up great points about how um, those games on Black Friday are awesome because there's really nothing else to watch, and then those get all the eyes. I'm just a little bummed that I have to watch it around a bunch of family and can't be the animated self I usually. Hayes, where's your family? If you don't mind, uh, Wichita. Okay, well, I was going to say uh, if it's up in the Kansas City area, you can come to my house in Shawnee, <laughs> and we can get lit and watch it, but uh, a, a little bit of a drive, and then. Uh, no cops in the chat, so what's your favorite uh, alcoholic beverage? As long as you're not driving. We do not support drunk driving. Uh, I'm a big Coors Banquet fan. Ooh, I love you, Hayes. All right, we're going to get to Steve, and then we're going to get to uh, one of my favorite people in the college football world, Stats of War, your next. Steve, give me your thoughts on Stanford, uh, Black Friday down in Texas. and You're a wine guy. What's your favorite wine these days? Oh, boy. Okay, can you hear me all right? Yep. All right, so I'm pro both of those things. Are you kidding me? Uh, first day of college football that, like, with games that matter and we get to be in the first slot, like, people are going to be, like, so fucking stoked to watch football and we're one of the games that's an option. Like, what's better, us against, like, two SEC teams that are playing some nobodies? Because I assure you, those are going to be plenty of viewers. But I think us, Oklahoma Tulane is on ABC. Then, I mean, like, 11 a.m. on that day, like, people are going to be itching for college football so hard they're gonna watch us same with black friday you just watch some lame ass detroit lions and other nfl games all the day the day before you're ready for some college football we're on the next day we don't have to wait till saturday people are still ready to watch football i'm fucking stoked as long as you know it doesn't matter but if we winning those games is gonna be so fucking huge for like our rankings and shit like that um because of how many eyes will be on it um favorite wine uh, I'm going to be really geeky and douchey and say Beaujolais region, which is Pinot Noir and Gamay grapes, uh, right up my alley. They're great to tailgate with because they're easy to drink, even though they're red wines. I love it. I love it. All right. Now I'm going to go to someone. And this is a man who I, if I, I want to endorse meeting your internet friends in real life, because I was lucky enough to hang out with this guy, get some barbecue and some beers in Kansas city with them. Stats of war. Uh, the the number one college stats guy in the TCU world and maybe in the entire college football world. Welcome to the show. Um, since you're not a K-State fan, give me your an outsider's perspective. 
you guys have played in this very special uh, kickoff game in Arlington. I think it was versus Ohio State. What is your uh, outsider's perspective, K-State fans taking the payday, moving the home game, but then it gets put to Fox Sports 1 at 11 uh, a.m.? Let me know if TCU's ever played on the Black Friday or Thanksgiving game. Did you like it? And then what's your current favorite beer up there in the – I guess it's in the Northeast. Yeah, so can uh, can you can you hear me? If I, am I doing this right? I hear you, my man. And also, awesome. this needs you need to adopt this so I can crash some TCU talk later on in the summer and during the football season. I'm I'm honestly I hopped on because you told me about it, and I was like, man, this seems very interesting. So I'm I'm into this as a technology. Um, okay, so one Kansas State at 11 a.m. Uh, I in Jerry World. Um, so, like, TCU did that a couple years ago, but it was because Ohio State didn't want to come to Fort Worth. Like, I don't know how Ohio State ever actually signed the contract to do a home-and-home home with TCU, but they did. And then as soon as they signed the contract, they were like, yeah, we're definitely not going to Fort Worth. Um, and so I, I have bad memories about that. But I was looking um, – I mean, the, the slate there on on Saturday, like, I think that is pretty favorable to, like – give Kansas State uh, Stanford some competitive viewing. Like, I think BYU-UCF will be later. Um, You'll have the big game at night. Um, And and so in terms of, like, it's not necessarily great position-wise, but in terms of, um, I think think Kansas State-Stanford is going to be, like, kind of the premier 11 o'clock game there, at least in in my mind. Uh, Because it's like, Louisiana-Texas is going to be fun, but nobody's, like, going out of their way to watch that. Um, And so I... I think that'll be like a, a, a three o'clock game or something. So you, you, it is, it is a little bit like, Oh man, that stinks. It's kind of early in the day, but one you'll be in, you'll be in Fort Worth. You can get some great breakfast tacos. I recommend that you stay in Fort Worth and go to Malise and then, uh, and then head over to Arlington. Um, and, uh, and, and, and so I, I think that could be a lot of fun. And I think it could be a little bit more national exposure than you think, especially because people are sleeping on Kansas state because Will Howard was Will Howard last year. And, they're going to have Skylar Thompson back and he's like 46 years old. So he's going to have a great season. Um, as far as uh, Thanksgiving game, I'm actually kind of pissed that Texas stopped. They, they, they didn't like losing to TCU anymore on, uh, on Thanksgiving. So they stopped inviting us for Thanksgiving. We had to move scheduling around. So black Friday game, I think is really fun because you get to eat Turkey and drink beer all the day before. And then you get to, uh, you know, rally the next morning and, uh, and, and head out to a game. So, um, what was my third question? Then fa- favorite uh, alcoholic beverage right now. But since you're, you know, you're you're jet setting, just give me like one of the favorite beers you've had at all these different breweries across the country. Yeah, we've really liked this one up here, and uh, no- nobody's gonna like come come to my house and dox me or anything. But in uh, Booth Bay Craft Brewing in uh, in East Booth Bay Harbor, Maine, uh, they have the the Thirsty Botanist. It's like this floral but really hoppy juicy ipa and they have this like great little beer garden so we've just been going and like drinking way too much of that perfect i love it now we're gonna go to my guy mike i and i when i saw mike come into uh into the chat i i went to his instagram because uh he you don't post mike i think you should post more because every time you post a picture on instagram it's like influencer quality so here's my like pitch to you. I think you need to post more on Instagram. Uh, first off, welcome to the show. I think this is the first time we've gotten you up on the stage. Give it me is. your take on the Stanford game. Give me your take on Black Friday down in Austin. And then 
Give me your favorite alcoholic beverage. And have have you and I talked about your last name and my affinity for um, their spirits here in Kansas City? Is there a relation uh, there? I can't remember if we've talked about this. We've never discussed it. Um, happy to talk about it. Um, yeah, thank you guys for hosting this. This is my first time. Uh, for all of you, I am California Cats on the Twitter, SFWildcats1. One of the um, best Q&As. I, you, and have, do you, have I sent you koozies? You need some koozies if I haven't I, sent I, you any. I have a koozie. Okay, oh, yeah. just making I've sure. I've been, been in since the early days. So I love it. Um, yeah, so the big deal with the game, I'm, the, the thing I'm most upset about is FS1 because I think yep. it's hard to get that station sometimes out here. Um, I mean, maybe not anymore, but I don't know. I just don't have a good taste about it. But the biggest thing is really that all these games are at 9 a.m. for us. And I kind of like that because then the game's over at 1230 and I have the whole day. But it's like impossible to get people out to a bar to watch the game at 9 a.m. So that's my biggest gripe. Um, You know, generally, whatever, you know, we're we're always treated as the Charlie Brown of college football. But, no, come on now. Don't go Charlie <laughs> Brown. I don't want to become Charlie Brown. I'm going to live in denial as long as I can. Okay, well, I can respect that. Um, so anyway, those are my thoughts on that. Texas, uh, that's good. I think it's great. Day after Thanksgiving, everybody generally has that day off, except for the folks that work in retail, which kind of sucks. Um, but, you know, if you have that day off, it's perfect to watch the game. So I'm happy about that. Uh, in terms of a beverage – um, honestly, I'm going to have to say Saison Brett from Boulevard. Um, you know, it, it's just really hard to beat that beer, uh, regarding the Rieger, you know, I don't think there's a, there's an actual familial link. Although when I was growing up in Kansas, I didn't know any other Riegers. And so, you know, it seems kind of crazy that there's these two families really close. So you never know. Yeah, I just I just wanted to make sure because you know I'm trying to get them to sponsor me, so I I I, I didn't know if I had an in, but but uh, I'll I'll let you off the hook there. Hey, I have, I have connections with them on, or I've commented a lot on their stuff, and so maybe I can create a link. Okay, so everyone tweet at uh, I, I'll I'll look up their Twitter account here in a bit. I, let's just bombard them because I want to get sponsored by them. But let's go to Tyler, Tyler. Uh, I don't know. Is this your first time hopping on with us? I love your uh, – you, you got a great app, Chicken Nuggets. Surprised that wasn't taken yet. Um, Tyler, welcome to the show. Thoughts on FS1, 11 a.m. versus Stanford. Uh, and then thoughts on Big Fox, 11 a.m. at uh, Austin for that Black Friday game. And what's your current favorite alcoholic beverage? Yeah, so first time on. Uh, I, welcome, uh, my man. Both, both games I'm completely good with. I'm more upset about the two on uh, ESPN Plus, man. That just drives me nuts. I I hate having ESPN Plus, but I'll buy it just because I gotta watch the games. But uh, yeah, I mean the 11 a.m. I I like those kickoffs just because it gets it done early in the day, and then I got the evening and stuff to do stuff. Um, and it and I hate waiting all day for the games, man. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I hear you. I I I actually legitimately, if this game was on Fox. I would have gone full spin mode. If they were giving us big noon uh, kickoff on that, I would have gone full spin mo- mode. I would not be taking shit from all the people on Twitter and on the message boards 
since it's on FS1, I kind of have to take a little egg on my face because if you play in the Internet Wars, if you play in the Arlington Wars, you got to hold the L when it comes to you. Yeah, and the the meltdown on the boards was a little excessive, I think. But but I mean, the, you, you know what? I, I and I said this at the top of the show. Uh, anyone who anyone who didn't like the move, this is your day to do it. I'm not going to fight with the people. I understand 100 percent reason why. We're going to go into it more uh, in the first show in uh, June. Grant and I will kind of go in depth. We'll do, you know, I'll put my clown suit on a little bit. I get it. So it, it is what it is. And uh, give me your favorite uh, beverage right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with just a margarita. Uh, that's that's kind of where I like to stay at. So, I, you know I I hate tequila. I need to get in on margaritas because basically every hinge date I go on, people are like, oh, I love margaritas, and I don't. So I need to I need to grow up. So yep yep <laughs> yep. So so it's Jay Rieger Co on Twitter. Uh, anyone listening? Anyone in the chat? Let's let's get the boys sponsored by Jay Rieger. Uh, on Twitter. So hit him up. Let, let, let's get a sponsorship. Get Grant and I some free whiskey. Okay. So the original point of this show was going to be talking about some of our favorite college sports traditions, because this most recent pod, I had Ross on, who is a five-year member of the pride of wildcat land. He actually got someone on from the Sousa Institute to talk about wildcat March. He and I debated that a little bit. We gave some love to the band because honestly, I probably shit on the band more than I should for Twitter likes and I twerk for the, you know, Twitter mobs, all this type of stuff. But really it was a fun conversation. It got me thinking of, okay, what are some fun college traditions, football traditions, basketball traditions, any traditions. So for this one, because I, I there, there are a lot of questions we can go on this and we have a great group. So what I want to do is I'm going to go round table. I want one or two of your favorite K-State traditions. And when I get to Parker, uh, give me TCU traditions, and if anyone else joins from, uh, you know, the college football, college basketball world, you can talk about your school when I get to you. Anyone who is in uh, the room listening in, request to speak if you want to come up. We'll do that. So I'm going to start with Joel. Joel, what are one or two traditions uh, with K-State uh, specific? Because uh, we'll get to other schools. I'll, I'll ask people what are some of their favorite schools from the or traditions from the outside. But what are one or two traditions with KC Athletics that you really enjoy? Um, yeah, I would say, obviously, the Wabash Cannonball. It's kind of unparalleled among college football traditions. I think it's great. Um, one coming from, like, a former student is just saying, like, FKU to every possible song that ever <laughs> gets on the loudspeakers. So, yeah, those would probably be my t- – I, I love it. I love it. So what I'm going to do, because he, he joined, we have a former uh, letter winner at K-State, a multi-time uh, host or, or a recurring guest. He is soon to be a doctor, Mr. Brogan Barry. Brogan, first, since you're a former player, give me the former player perspective. Uh, would you have been pumped to play, you know, a Power 5 opponent, even though it's supposed to be a home game in Arlington, play where the Cowboys are? And then give me a tradition that you enjoyed either as a fan or as a player um, from the K-State perspective. All right, am I live? You are live, Rogan. Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like just playing in Jerry World regardless would be a thrill. Um, so in regards to that, I think they're probably just excited to play a big opponent, get on semi-national TV, so – in regards to that, I, I don't really have much thoughts. I'm sh- I listened at length to a lot of 
good takes. So we'll just leave it at that. Um, in regards to a tradition, I'll mention one that Ross talked about on the pod this week. Um, I think he called it the the softs and shouts when they come out and the band does like the soft thing and then they rile it up and the whole student section stands up. Um, that one's pretty awesome because as defensive backs, we warmed up right in front of that. And that, that I mean, that just gets your, your adrenaline pumping. Uh, do I have permission to tell a quick story? Yes, sir. Okay. Pretty so give, a, give some people in here some PTSD. Um, so following the uh, North Dakota State game, we get to our team meeting on Monday, which is just a Coach Snyder uh, complaint session about what he didn't think went well. And uh, he he's going through a lot of stuff. And finally he gets to uh, like the pregame warm-up and he's like, he's just so mad. What, whenever he's mad, he tucks his left thumb behind his hand and just points at you and, and yells. And he's like, and we were so flat. We came out so wrong and we had a defensive back out there dancing with the band and so we go down to the locker room and by this time it's just spread like wildfire everybody's got it pulled up um the north dakota state athletics department had released like a hype video from it and sure enough there was my guy uh carl macho miles jr who is one of our backup cornerbacks and during that like softs and shouts he ran over to the band and was directing them right before that and north dakota state had it everywhere and he was so, so mad. And that is why I'll always remember that being my favorite tradition. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Brogan. Um, we're going to get to Jimmy. Jimmy, you've been a K-State fan longer than anyone who is in this uh, in this show. What is one or two of your favorite K-State athletics traditions? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with ones that don't exist anymore. Because... Okay, so so I, I the, the next question is going to be something that – might have gone away and you want to come back. So give okay. me a current tradition. Give me one of those. And then you'll be the first one we come to because you've seen some traditions die. Yeah. The, the current, the current ones, I would, I would say, um, I, I agree just with the, uh, the Wabash cannonball. And when you don't sit in the student section anymore and you can see the entire student section moving back and forth, at a football game to the Wabash Cannonball or at a basketball game. That's a pretty cool sight, especially when it's full and it's a big game and everybody's amped up. So I think, that, uh, uh, like was said earlier, that's a, that's a cool tradition. It's pretty unique to K-State, and uh, I, I'd go with that one as, as one of the best. All right, perfect. We are going to go to Steve, then we're going to go to Hayes, and then Parker, be on the alert. Give us one or two TCU ones. You're, you're in the hole right now, so – Give us the best TCU has here in a couple. So we're going to go Steve, then Hayes, then Parker. All right. So I think, like, it's like when you ask Quentin Tarantino's favorite movies or best movies. If you don't mention Pulp Fiction, like, I kind of discredit you. And Wabash Cannonball is basically the Pulp Fiction of K-State traditions. What I will say from your uh, last uh, podcast is I didn't really think about how many other places know their alma mater by heart. And the fact that, if that, assuming that that is accurate, it is how much we all know the the uh, our oh my gosh the anthem by like heart, and we can sing it without anybody, and it's like a huge deal. We have like 
we like scream hail 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 it's not like we're singing monotone the whole time i think it's insane that we have that much emphasis on our uh what am alma I mater fight song like the k-state song though Yeah, so Steve, we're going to have to move on from you. You're kind of cutting in and out. We'll, we'll come back to you. You'll get another shot. Hayes, you're a current student. Are there any uh, traditions that are going on in campus or really in the student section right now that you really love, or what, what are one or two of your favorite current ones? I've always been a huge fan of Proud of This House before the game. I love – honestly, I'm so happy you said that because a lot of people don't like the Proud of the House video. I love it. It gives me goosebumps. Thank you for saying – Hayes, you continue to be my favorite. You <laughs> always win the MVP of these live shows. I don't think I can trust you as a K-State fan if you don't tear up during that song. Um, no, I, I love it. Then my second one, I'm just going to branch out from Wabash and just say the Sandstorm. We got it during the OU game last year, the basketball one. Um that's just pretty fun. I love it. All right, Parker, give me one or two of the best TCU uh, college sports traditions. Okay, well, I can't I can't talk about college sports traditions without mentioning that one of my brother's high school friends is a guy who went on to be the leprechaun at Notre Dame. Like, That's wild. He was like 5'2 and had a red beard. And uh, so I just, I just have to say that out loud. My favorite is obviously the best one is actually uh, – the bleacher creatures so they like let all the little kids go down before the game and then they all run and of course tragically all these like three-year-olds and oversized jerseys like fall over and half the time it becomes like this big kind of pile on but it's it's a lot of fun it's kind of like a good community thing i don't know this is the kansas state room so i can be i can be pejorative but like tcu decided that they were gonna like play rap music instead of country music at their game day experience in like 2015 and everything's kind of gone downhill from there. So I'm, 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 I'm like looking back to the old days when it was, you know, hokey country songs and uh, and little kids running on the on the field beforehand. Yeah. So when climbing took over, the players got a little bit more rap music, but there's still the proud of the house video. There's still like students can request music beforehand, but there is. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I like uh, Dreams and Nightmares right when the team's coming on for warmups. I kind of like that. So we're gonna go to Cole, then we'll go Mike and Tyler. Cole, what are some of your favorite traditions right now? Yeah, I think one thing that <clears throat> makes the K State game day experience special is having the student section directly behind the opposing bench. Uh, you know, right on the 50 yard line front row i think that's something that good I, one know, get at a lot of places and i think it i think it makes a pretty big difference uh for opposing teams coming in i mean i certainly said some things during games that i would never repeat and i'm probably not proud of but i'd like to think it made an effect on the outcome of the game in case they favor um then also i don't know if this one really counts as a tradition and i don't really know how it started um, but I'd, I'd like to consider myself an early adopter of taking my left shoe off at kickoff. I don't know how it started, but one game we just started doing it and it kind of grew. So I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but I, I have, I have in yeah. Cole, I'm, I'm actually going to say this. Don't like it because I've seen it at other places. That's fine. I'm, I love you. Congrats on getting that to happen. Um, but I, I, I miss the keys. I miss going straight keys, but you know what, I, I, it, it props to any student who gets something to catch on. I'm going to mention something that maybe cost us a tradition here in the next segment. 
Um, so you know what? Good, good for you because yours didn't hurt anyone. Mine might have. So I think I think I said Tyler, and then we'll wrap this roundtable up with Mike. Tyler, give me your favorite one, then we'll go with Mike, and then we'll get into the next subject. Yeah, I gotta go with uh, I gotta go with the uh, uh, Willie doing the push-ups. Uh, only because I re- and it may not even go on anymore. I haven't I haven't been to a game for a few years, honestly. But uh, that was my favorite when we score like forty-five points and he had to do push-ups every time. Oh, dude, so. it, it still happens. And I, my choir director in high school was a Willie, and I think he was like talking, and it was back during the late nineties, so he was doing a lot of push-ups. And in the, the KSU, I, I'm actually surprised, and I'm sorry if I'm stealing this from Mike. I actually think that the Willie doing the KSU like body contortion chain, I think that is great. I mean, it is very original to K State. I think, I think some of the Willies need to improve drawing out the final U a little bit and kind of egging things on. Um, so I, I, I like that. that. That's a good shout, Mike. You're up. Uh, you'll, you'll end us for our favorite K State traditions. All right. Um, so. Uh... I went to the games in the nineties with my grandpa when I was a little kid. And I, so I always attribute this to K state and it may go across all sports. I know the chiefs do it, but the first down when we get a first down, like I just remember our PA announcer emphasizing that so big, like good for another wild guy. Like it was nuts. And I feel like that's what caught it on. That's why everybody does it now. I don't know. But then we also have the wildcat roar on the speaker after that, uh, I think. Yep, if you're I'm correct. Not mistaken. Wow. And so, you know, I really love that. No, you're 100% correct. And K State was the first one to do it. So, uh, good shout there. Just a couple things I'm going to throw out there. Um, Sandstorm got mentioned. And, and again, I'm going to get to like what I think kind of caused this. But I've really come to love Joker and the Thief before kickoffs and before uh, basketball. Uh, the bring on the cats uh, graphics in basketball and then the the, the dun, 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 the kill bill music, that, that's really great of current traditions. And then one more current tradition I want to give a shout out to, and, and it really started growing the last few years, is hashtag Wildcat Polo Fridays. Uh, so I, I like to do the, uh, you know, a little screenshot of whatever K-State polo I'm wearing on Friday. So, again, I'm going to uh, just take that. Cole, I see you're about to head out. Thank you for joining us. So the next one I'm, I want to do are things that have died, some K-State traditions that have gone away. I have to, I have to kind of, uh, like, hand up and say I think I – caused this in a way there used to be the let's get ready to rumble the da 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 k s u wildcat so before kickoff and before tip off in basketball so i have to i have to own up to something back when i was in school we used to that that was a thing 100 and then during freshman sophomore year at volleyball games of all places i started in inserting the motherfucking wildcats, like right before the wildcats part. And for whatever reason, that started catching on and it started getting really bad at basketball games. And I'm pretty sure that is part of the reason why that no longer is a tradition playing that song before kickoffs and before tip offs. Um, it was me and my friend, Chris started at volleyball games, started doing it at basketball games. 
And I'm pretty sure we're the ones who started that. And I'm sorry, but Joker and the Thief has kind of caught on and it's been good. And I really like Joker and the Thief beforehand, but I do have to kind of own up, own up to that. I think I might've played a part in that. So we're going to, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Tater Scott ruined it all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I actually think that in, Honestly, uh, I'm not. I'm going to decline. There's there's a guy named Kawhi. There's a Kawhi Leonard fan who's trying to get in here. The last time a completely random person tried to get in on this, they verbally assaulted Hayes. I'm not going to let him in. So uh, I just have to publicly apologize because I'm pretty sure me and my friend Chris are the reason why. Yeah, I'm sorry, Kawhi. Kawhi, put, put in the chat your favorite college team and promise not to say anything bad about anyone, and I'll bring you up on stage. But we're going to go to Jimmy. Jimmy, what are some K-State traditions that have died out and, uh, and and just kind of walk through them and why you miss them? Well, probably one of the biggest ones was when there was barely any tiny little facility and we had a cannon that would shoot off after every touchdown. There was a little cannon up in the corner by what was then – I don't think it was even called veneer yet. And that was pretty cool because that was when K-State first started getting good in the early nineties and seeing that thing shoot off every time we scored a touchdown was a really cool experience as you were starting to figure out that, uh, we had a good football team at K state and it was hard to believe for us that grew up when we were kids, K state was the worst team in the country pretty much. So that one was big. Um, I, it's probably good that it's gone, but I miss up. I miss passing up the students after a touchdown Loved that when games. I was that that died when I was in when I was in school too. Yeah, my I mean, class ruined everything. I think I think there were guys that like did bad things when girls got passed up, and I think that's part of why it got canceled. But it was wild. I think I only got passed up a couple times, and I was and it was it was pretty wild to get your friends would kind of play a joke on you, and they'd suddenly grab you, and you'd all of a sudden be at the top and. And when I started, there was no overhang. There was no upper deck. There was like this old set of bleachers up there. And you would just get passed up to the top, and then you would walk down to your friends. And so that was that was one that was really cool. So I'd say the cannon and getting passed up as a student were, were two of the ones that I remember the most. Yeah, I that died when I was there. We, we would try to convince. And then I honestly, I bet you that's the reason why, because we'd always try to convince the lighter girls to get past it. But honestly, it's probably good. I, I, I 100% see why that died. All right. We're going to go to Brogan. Brogan, is there anything K-State traditions that died or maybe even something when you were a football player that you guys just stopped doing while you guys were, uh, while you were on the team? Um, I think there's been videos that have leaked of it, but the perp get ready to roll was pretty sweet. Um, and as I went through our years, that kind of slowly but surely started to die. And the younger guys really didn't get into it as much, and I don't even know if they do it anymore. Uh, R.I.P. We'll go to Joel. Joel, any case of traditions that have died off that you really miss? Yeah, I got a, I got a couple. Um, one I thought was cool, but I, I kind of see why we got rid of it, was ringing that bell way back in the day after we won a game. Yep. Um, I know it's Texas a ms thing. The skit before the game when I was younger used to always get me going, seeing Willie, like, tackle the oh. Husker guy or whatever. But, again, see why it had to go. And then and – that, and, and that died while I was in school, too. All the fun stuff died while I was there. Exactly. I'm and then sorry. One, one by proxy from Cole, he just texted me, is um, 
singing Friends in Low Places before the fourth quarter. That's, that was a pretty cool one. We saw it at Oklahoma State, and it was pretty sweet. So so something that I think John Kurtz was trying to get folks to do, he, he wants to, people to do Savage Garden uh, in between the third and fourth quarter. I think it could work, but we'll see. We'll go to Grant. Grant's back in the house. Grant, is there any case of traditions that have died that you miss? I think Willie Tackling is a pretty good shout. Um, I think – I miss Willie's car, to be honest. I Dude, I miss the full-on Willie skits. The full-fledged skits were amazing. Full-fledged, you know, it took some serious writing, some scripting to come up with those, but none of them were ever good. But, like, definitely Willie's car should be busted out soon. And I think there's got to be, you know, the tradition of him tackling something or somebody um, – this has been a gripe of mine for a long time because he does, he runs out there to the middle of the field. He does KSU and it's so anticlimactic half the time. It's like, if you're talking to somebody, it's like, you don't even know they're about to do like the one tradition that is key to K-State, the KSU chant. I mean, they need to figure out, like, you don't have to tackle a human being. They can figure something else out with Willie to, to, to build some sort of hype, you know, but you know, that, that's what I'd say. Okay, we're going to go to Hayes, and then we're going to go to Mike because Mike's traditions are getting picked off. Um, my my one would be Willie going on top of the press box. Um, I'm all right, time out, time me. out. I, all right, I'm going to cut you off real quick. Jimmy, how many times did that happen? Because I remember Texas in uh, 2000, Nebraska. Did it happen outside of those two? Those are the two main ones I remember. Um I mean, 2000 Nebraska is the elite, maybe one of the most elite moments at a home game for that to happen. Yeah, that was – I don't remember any besides those two. All right, Hayes, has that happened since you've been in school? It happened at the Texas Big 12 um, okay. winter game. Yeah, no, that, that's I, – I enjoy that. But that Grant cool. is saying in the uh, in the chat it's a special tradition not uh, – or it's not a tradition, it's a special occasion. I kind of – I, I don't know. I like that shout. Thank you for bringing that up because that was elite when it happened versus Nebraska, elite versus Texas. There's no other time that's happened, though. I mean, it's been but like that, that's fine. That's fine. I, I'm stop being cool mean to Hayes. Hayes is the MVP <laughs> of this show. Shut up, Grant. I'm going to kick you out of here. Hayes, that's a good one. You have anything for, else? For the record, my next sentence was going to be, I don't know how much they actually did it. But I know it happened once. So. I don't care. I love it. You're you're the best, Hayes. Don't ever let anyone tell you any different. We're going to go to Mike, then Tyler, and we're going to see if Steve figured out his reception issue. All right. This isn't uh, really specific to K-State in terms of tradition, but I miss playing Colorado and Mizzou because I hate them both. Uh, That's, good. I lo- That's good. I loved beating their asses when That's we good. were good. Yeah, that 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 plays as a tradition. I love it. All right, Tyler. Tyler. Whoever just cracked a beer, cheers. That was me. Tyler. Cheers to you. Final call before we try to see if Steve figured it out. Okay, actually we're going to Hit him up on the final one. I was going to let that Kawhi guy try to speak. He tried to request again, but he's gone. Okay, so now we're going to go rapid fire across to everyone. Give me one college sports tradition that you see that is not K-State related that gives you goosebumps. We're going to start with Grant. 
Good shit. Goosebumps? What gives me goosebumps? Or just maybe your favorite college sports tradition. This is not my favorite, but I'll I'll say this while I'll let people think. Duke does every time we touch, but not the great techno mix that Kent State (laughs) does. But they do this slow clap to every time we touch the regular version until the original beat drop. I love that because I love that song. But I like, I honestly, again, I'm taking credit for this. I was championing a techno version of Every Time We Touch as the replacement to Sandstorm once they got rid of it. I'm claiming that. I'm claiming that as a win for me. That is my thing. But I, it's um, not my favorite college sports tradition. I just don't want to take the easy of. ones. Grant, Grant, you have the easiest one ever. You know people who Do go I? to Clemson games. That's true. That's, that's true. Um, but You went I, to LSU. I, Come on. Here's what I'll say, and this is one that I, I did go to LSU, but there's not a whole lot that's, like, super – I mean, yeah. What's this – I can't uh, – fuck, what's the song that – Neck? That, that's incredibly cool, but they don't play that anymore. Um, I'll do one that's, like, that I think is actually pretty cool and one that I saw in person. Um, I love the Ohio band. As lame as that might be to some people, the Ohio State band is incredibly cool. And seeing them do that in 2003, they are next level, like – it was very cool to watch in person. And I mean, sometimes I'll catch myself watching like YouTube performances of them. Like when they do like movie shit or video game stuff. Um, I think that's a pretty cool tradition. The Ohio state band. Nah, that's pretty fucking weak, but whatever. We'll, we'll go to hey, Joel. You didn't go next. To the, Joel, you what didn't is go in 2003? Did you bitch? No, I didn't. But, go okay. It's games. a fucking, it's a, a marching, games, it's a marching. Like, case, no, I, I here. This is what, this is all I'm going to say. And we're going to move on to Joel. The difference between Ohio State's marching band to K-State's marching band is not nearly as big as the difference between K-State football to Ohio State football. I'm going to stand for our band. I think K-State's, <laughs> I think K-State's halftime performances can compete with Ohio State's. So they that's did what I'm make KU suck an enormous penis. So that they is did. Very- they did. They did shove a cock into the Jayhawks' mouth. And no matter what Ross says, I think it was meant to be that Joel – Get in here before I start yelling at Grant some more. Joel, what's well, your favorite non-K-State sports tradition? Well, first off, I want to start off and say, yeah, any group of 100 people can go out and spell Ohio. It's pretty easy, and anybody yes. got an I, so not that Thank special. you, Joel. Thank you, Joel. Joel, you're up there with Hayes. You're my number two today. Oh, thank you. Um, I would say I got three college traditions I really like. I would say probably my favorite one is the Virginia Tech walkout with Inner Sandman. That, That's good. That gets That's my good. blood flowing. Um, the whiteout at Penn State is always a good one. And also then good. The Florida State Seminole stab in midfield is pretty sweet. That That is very good. Joel, you're, you're in my number two spot. If Hayes doesn't have a good answer for this in the wrap-up question, you might win my MVP. Brogan, I'm going to go to you, but I'm going to pigeonhole you. This has to be one you experienced as an away fan or as um, an away player. Well, that sucks. Uh, but Or give whatever. I, uh, I'm West, drunk. West, Do whatever you want, Rogan. West Virginia singing Country Roads was pretty sweet. I hated that because that was one of the worst collapses I've ever witnessed. But that you had to admit it's kind of cool. It's cool. But I hated it. Okay, and do you have one that you didn't experience experiences in a white player? I didn't mean to pigeonhole you. Uh, I've, I've had a couple beers. I'm sorry. I mean, it's the ultimate just song of your 
region, uh, third quarter into third quarter at Bryant Denny Stadium in Alabama, them singing Dixieland Delight against Auburn. Fantastic. Yep, and, and you know what? People try to get all pissy about K State fans chanting "fuck KU." They do that. A lot of people do f their rivals. You're fine. I thank you for joining, Brogan. Brogan, you're awesome, Jimmy. What's your favorite non-K State college sports tradition? Um, some that some that I've liked. Um, the Miami turnover chain, just because they were the first, and it was pretty cool to see. It, it was really cool that to first see time. a defense celebrate like that. And then now, I mean, everybody has something now, but the original Miami turnover chain was pretty awesome. Um, and then I'd I'd say jump around at Wisconsin. It's pretty cool to see that many people doing that at the same time. That's pretty awesome. That's good. All right, Hayes, Hayes, not to put pressure on you, but Joel has had a great performance. What are some of your favorite non-K-State college sports traditions? I'm taking half of Joel's points because he said both of my answers. Oh, um, okay. Well, I mean, you got to <laughs> think on your feet if you want to keep that number one spot. So my – my filler is going to be Pig Suey. Uh, oh, I've experienced no. that at the College hey, Series. No. It's corny, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. I still like you. You're still good. Okay, we're going to go to Tyler, Mike, and then we're going to see if Steve wants to get in on this one. Tyler, have you figured out your mute? All right, Tyler, I don't, I don't think you figured out your mute. I'm sorry. Um, we You just haven't figured it out. We're going to go to Mike. Mike, give me your favorite non-K-State tradition. All right. This is one of the greatest time-honored traditions in college football, and that is an uh, empty bleachers at KU on a Saturday. <laughs> Mike knows how to score points. Mike, you're, you're, you're having a great debut performance. That's pretty good. I like that. All right. Steve, Steve, do you want to participate? Non-K State sports tradition. Yeah, I was going to do yours. I mean, the Clemson Rock is the number one that comes to mind. Number two is the Seminole, and number three to go the opposite direction is Oregon jerseys. That's good. That that is a good kind of out of left field. Something I'm going to throw out there that hasn't been mentioned. Something that I really enjoy, and I think some people don't, it's lighting up the, the uh, tower down in Texas. I wish K-State had a big old tower we could light up purple. I really like that. Um, and, and I, I got to give Jimmy some credit. The original, uh, you know, the original turnover chain was amazing. So we're going to do, we're going to go rapid fire before we do our uh, kind of wrap up question. Joel. No, the wave is not cool. Joel, you're dead to me. Okay, so here, here is one thing that I want to throw out there. What is something that you would like to see K-State either do? And again, it can't become a tradition overnight. I get it. But what is something pageantry, whether it is uh, basketball, whether it is football, that you would like to see back? And also, I, I want to throw something out there. I know a lot of people do the newspaper but I, when the K-State student section has, is packed, they have the who's that, who's he, go home, you suck. That is great, um, something that they do. The newspaper's fun. But I want to see something that, okay, it might, you can't become a tradition overnight, but what is something you would like to see K-State do 
uh, pageantry-wise. And I, I'm going to throw this out there. And again, Jimmy mentioned it, and a couple other people have mentioned it. Um, the canon, that was, a, that was very cool. But with the close relationship K-State has to Fort Riley, I would like to see them come back. And they used to do this at Fort Riley Day. Bring like a Humvee with some guns on the top or an actual cannon and make that part of the new tradition. Make that a new thing. Just shoot off some guns or some blanks off the top of the Humvee whenever we score. I think before the Willie push-ups, I think that should be something they start doing. So I'm going to go, I'm going to start off with Joel. I'm going to try to get, I'm going to see if Joel can redeem himself from the Iowa way being the coolest. It's fine, but I think it's overplayed. So Joel, is there anything you'd like to see K-State incorporate um, as a new part of the fan experience, whether it be football, basketball, that you'd like to see become a tradition? Um. Well, first of all, the Iowa wave is not, overplayed this is one school that does it but uh, well time out time out time out joel as a sporting kc fan and again again i the iowa wave is cool i'm just bitter because iowa it's a recruiting rival it's on espn all the time i'm just bitter i'm i'm being a selfish bitter prick it is cool it is cool i'm sorry for lashing out at you but sporting kc has a cancer fighter at every single game in the cauldron which is the supporter section stands up waves to the kid and chants his name it is not original they stole it from sporting kc i'll get off my soapbox i don't hate sick kids you're correct it's cool i'm sorry for being a bitter prick you're right i'm sorry for lashing out at you um yeah this is kind of a tough one i think um one thing that would be cool would be like maybe having a live mascot whether that be a a brown uh, lab or Ooh. a wildcat, I think it'd be pretty sick uh, just to have something like Texas or like LSU. Okay, well, you're back in my good graces. You know how to win me over. Bring back Bosco. All right, Brogan. We're going to come to Brogan. Brogan, it can be as a fan or as a player. Is there anything you'd like to see adopted as a new tradition? Oh, I don't know. Um, maybe a, maybe some old. Alternate jerseys. Okay, as a as a as a player, just be honest with me, because you you never well no you got some camo you got like a camo decal and you might have gotten the white camo helmet when you were playing. Mm-hmm. How much was alternate uniforms being like? Damn, I wish we had some talked about in the locker room. Uh, thrown around every now and then, but uh, nothing too crazy. Nothing that you'd lose sleep over. Um, okay, so. And then the you know the camo was a nice little change up, and I'm sure they enjoyed it even more when they got the white pants these, these past couple years. Okay, all right. Well, th- thank you for being honest. We're going to go to Jimmy. Jimmy, what is something you would like to see K State incorporate <laughs> moving forward? I mean, we we talked about it earlier, but Willie, but I, I don't think you can do the press box now because it's so big. But I think on top on top of the Shamrock Zone, in front of the big speaker that has a power cat on it would be a pretty cool thing to have Willie do a KSU like once or twice every season up there would be a, a nice tradition we could start doing. All right. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, next, we're going to go to Hayes. Hayes, what is something you'd like to see K-State incorporate in the future? Uh, these are both things they've done before, but I think the new run out kind of sucks. I wish they would like 
kind of come together like they used to. Now it's just kind of an awkward, like, when are they going to go um, type of situation. And also the Fort Riley helicopter flyovers is like the coolest thing. So I wish we had that more. Yeah, sorry, Hayes. I kind of ruined that. I didn't look very cool doing it. And I think I was the last year that did it. Oh, man, come on, Brogan. Brogan killed it. Uh, all right, we're going to go to Steve. Steve, what is something you'd like to see K-State doing moving forward? And again, can't become a tradition overnight, but something you'd like to see maybe become a tradition. Um, I don't have a response to that. What I do have a response to is all the questions I was unable to answer, if you're okay with me talking about those for a second. Yes, go ahead. We we will allow you the time. Okay, so I forget how many – I like – I've been to, let's say, 100 football games in my life, and 98 have been at K-State. So I forget how much of these aren't normal. Um, but, for instance, like the first down uh, is wild to me that that's not just everywhere. That that's just like all I've ever known. Um, for what it's worth, it is a lot. It's very common now, but it started at K-State. Yeah, yeah. So I, I do – part of me remembers that. Um, the other thing is uh, <laughs> when we were passing – students like from the like front row all the way to the back i had a friend who was a huge diehard ku fan who came to k-state on like a recruiting trip of some sort for my fraternity and they passed him up and then he became a diehard k-state fan so it'd be cool to bring that back if it was just dudes being passed up right does that make sense yes because in in, in all honesty i i 100 understand why it stopped especially because you know, I I I 100% get that. It was cool to see, but I I 100% agree it should only be dudes. So, uh, to all the students listening, you know, Hayes, convince your like, you know, very skinny dude friends to start this up. But I think it should just be dudes. Uh, continue, Steve. Any- uh, so this will this will be my final thought before and maybe an answer to the question you actually asked me. Uh, I would love to get Willie tackling shit before the game again. Because I remember when he played Indiana State and he tackled literally a sycamore tree with a Indiana State jersey on it. And it was one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my entire life. Granted, I was like 10 or whatever when it happened. But if we could do something like that where there's not a person's mental health involved, uh, that sounds like a great compromise to me. I like it. I would like to bring that back. And of course, we want to bring Bosco back. Um, Honestly, shame on me for not doing that. Tyler, I'm going to come to you one more time to see if you figured out your mute. Tyler, uh, is there anything you'd like to see Casey doing moving forward? Otherwise, we're going to go to Mike, and then we're going to close it out. All right, nothing from Tyler. Mike, is there anything you'd like to see moving forward before we get our final kind of wrap-up question for everyone still in the chat? Yeah. Um, so I know this is a baseball thing, but I want K-State to do uh, one limited edition each year, one game bobblehead at the games, you know, limited to like 10,000, make the first year Bill Snyder get a special bobblehead each year. I really like that. That That's that's good. Make it the bobblehead game. That That's good. I, I really like that. Okay, so uh to wrap things up we always do a wrap up question and we're at the hour but we'll go a little long this week uh for the wrap up question i think uh what what i want everyone to do is just give me your k-state 
take. It can be a hot take. It can be a cold take. It can be about traditions. It can be about recruiting. It can be about anything you want. The the take I'm going to throw out there as I kind of stall to give people time to think about. It can be as random. It can be whatever you want. The thing I'm going to throw out there is I think and Gene Taylor, I love Gene Taylor. And a lot of folks don't. And I understand that this move to the Stanford game, um, he's going to get a lot of heat. The athletic department is going to get a lot of heat with this game being 11 a.m. on Fox Sports 1. Um, I'm not going to go to bat for Gene Taylor on this at all, whatever. And I'm actually going to criticize Gene Taylor for the first time ever on this podcast. Gene, if you're listening, which I know sometimes you do, it is time to really give true consideration to bring back Bosco the dog. This has all been about traditions. The original mascot of this university was Bosco the dog. It is time to bring him back. And what I think it should be is the first time it should be a black lab. And then after that, moving forward, it should be a rescue dog that is taken in by the K-State vet med and then make that Bosco the dog after it's Bosco the lab. So Bosco 2 should be a black lab. And then after that, it should be a rescue dog. Moving forward, bring awareness to the vet med school, adopting dogs and all that stuff. I think it is time. I think you need to do it. And quite frankly, I think it is neglectful as an athletic director that you haven't taken it on. So, Gene, if you're listening, it is time to bring back Bosco. Okay, we're going to go to Jimmy. Jimmy, give me any K-State hot take you want. Uh, simply because it's been discussed on KSO this week, three-point shooting, K-State is going to shoot at least 36% from three as a team this year and shock everybody and uh, go back to the NCAA tournament. Wow, I, I muted myself. I love that take, Jimmy. Thank you so much. We're going to go to Joel. Joel, you've had a great performance tonight. End me with a great all right, well, I'm prepared to ruin it right now. Um, my very, very hot take is Courtney Messingham is very overrated as an offensive coordinator, and if he doesn't run a two-back with Jarcadia Wright as a second, uh, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. Okay, so I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to challenge you, but I'm going to say this. I actually don't think Courtney Messingham is overrated by the vast majority. I think me and Grant and the show really liked Courtney Messingham, but – you know what? I'm not going to attack you for this. This is my question. How Do you like the diamond formation, or do you just want to see a two-back? See, I think the two-back would be good and then run a lot of read option because, I mean, our team's not really built to spread the field like that, and we're gonna, we need to have a different pace of running back for Deuce or else he's just going to get clobbered. All right. You're not falling off. I think Hayes might leave this one as my number one, but – Show up next week, and you might beat them. I don't know. I'm not going to put pressure on Hayes. But I am going to say I like the three back. I like Jackson in there, so I love it. Brogan. We're going to go to Brogan. I love you, Brogan. Future Dr. Brogan Barry. Give me a hot take, my friend. I'll be quick so these young bucks can get to uh, 25-cent night at Johnny Cause. Um, I think Klanderman is going to flourish in year two, and have, we're going to have a great third down defense this year. I love it. We need to improve that third down defense. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Hayes go last. Tyler, I'm I'm gonna go to you one more time. Have you figured out the mute button, my friend? He is not. We're gonna go to Mike, my man, out in the West Coast. Mike, post more on Instagram. 
Okay, I'm going to do that. And uh, I would say the next D1 sport that K-State is going to have is hockey, ice hockey. <laughs> Man, Mike knows how to like start start going for those top awards on this live show. Mike, you're a man going for my heart. Hayes, you've had a good performance. You're still my number one, but Joel is coming up on you. Give me your final hot take before we end the show. Malik Knowles is going to be a beast this year. Uh, he was going through a lot of shit last year. He He's looking good. He's posting a bunch of motivational stuff on Snapchat. He's going to go off. I think that's a good call. Hayes, I like where your head's at. I've let you end the show before, Hayes. I'm going to let Joel give us our final send-off, and I'm going to end it. Um, but Joel and Hayes are my two guys. Everyone else needs to step it up a little bit next week. But we're going to go to Joel. Joel, give me your final send-offs. Tell the Boneheads anything you want. Uh, Yeah, we're going to have a good year next year. I'm super excited. It's my first year being uh, an alum. I agree with Brogan. Our third down defense is going to be a lot better. Um, When it comes to the Iowa Wave, I'm definitely uh, still still beefing with you on that one. <laughs> um, but at the same time, uh, this has been a lot of fun. Like I said, first time, long time. And meet me at the Cathead, I guess. I love it. Joel, send me a DM either at the Bosco's Boys or Scott Wildcat Twitter account. I'm going to get you some koozies. Anyone who listens, here, this is what I'm going to say. Anyone who listens to this episode, DM the Bosco's Boys Twitter account or my Twitter account, Scott Wildcat. I'm going to send out some koozies. Anyone who doesn't have one, send me a DM. Then I'm going to order some more. Uh, This was one of the most fun live shows. Thank you to everyone who came in. Thank you to everyone who joined the chat. To this Kawhi Leonard guy, I was going to bring you up on stage, but you kept leaving. Um, So, everyone, meet Grant, Joel, and Hayes at the Cathead. We love you guys. And join us next Thursday here on the Locker Room app. I'm going to use all of my favorite Ask Bosco questions. I'm going to turn it back on the boneheads. Have a great night. K-State, ready for this hot take? We're going to end it. K-State, 10 wins in football next year. Love you guys. Sports Social Podcast Network.